Hello and welcome to Pool Boys Recommend, a garrulous affair between us and your ears. My name is Stu. I'm Chris. I'm Davey. And we are a recommendations podcast. We recommend things to each other, we do it, and then we review it. Uh, and, and this week is the same as always. You've, you've, got, you've got what you wanted. We're going to start with Chris. <laughs> What? You got what you wanted, right? Yeah, you, you, got what you, wanted? you just shut up about it? Jesus. <laughs> it's here. So be happy about uh, it. And also, we're starting with me, not Chris. Oh, far out. Sorry. We're starting yeah. with Dave. Um, I know we look a lot alike now that Dave has yeah. glasses. All, all of us are glasses. Yeah. Fun fact. Gentlemen. We all yeah. wear glasses now. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure the, the listeners would have heard the difference. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you sound <laughs> yeah. more distinguished, Dave. So I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for Ooh. saying that. Uh, Dave, last week I recommended, uh, given your love of conspiracy theories, that you come back onto the show this week, right now, that's what we're doing, and uh, explain to us the Mandela Effect. All right. Um, The Mandela Effect is just people not knowing stuff. Um, (laughs) My rating system is out of 100. Uh uh, (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. So... You asked me to do a deep dive into the world of the the Mandela effect. There's a there's yeah. a huge po- uh, following mm. uh, of uh, of of Mandela effect um, people. But before we get started, I do want to do a huge shout out to friend of the pod Dominic Caron. Oh, yeah, who doesn't put up with bullshit, uh, <laughs> and he he visits Reddit like the rest of us visit the zoo. Um, <laughs> Which, he, as in, once every six years. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's. <laughs> No, what I'm saying is that he goes on Reddit and he watches the other people go. He, when we go to the zoo, we don't I get see. in the cages. Oh, become gorillas. I thought you. I, th- I just thought you meant that before the age of six, he went. He was on Reddit a lot, and then after he had kids, he was also on Reddit a lot. Yeah. Uh, yes. I, I think actually that that's not inaccurate for yeah, a lot okay. of people. Yeah. Reddit's getting expensive uh, lately. Have you guys noticed? Just oh, <laughs> oh, oh no! If you go on a Reddit, pack a lunch. Pack uh, a lunch. Yeah. You really go. Yeah, you can just go to R lunch for it, but it's so expensive there. Um, he helped me with a lot of uh, the examples coming up. Um, so cool. And he also helped me to not get pilled in the process. So shout out. <laughs> what is the Mandela effect? Uh, the Mandela effect is a phenomenon where people come together to agree that they're right about something that they're wrong about. <laughs> mm-hmm. The phenomenon is called the Mandela Effect because a large amount of people seem to have false memories of the former president of South Africa, Nelson Mandela, mm. dying while in prison in the 80s. Yeah. Now, are you guys, were you guys aware? Were I you guys knew aware about like the, that yeah. one. I knew about that mm. one. But what trips me up is like when people use the Mandela effect to explain like Pikachu's black tail and, and uh, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So w- we are going to get into like um, one of what people seems to be the going rate for the explanation for this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I guess what, what this kind of uh, it's a good example, you know, uh, the, the Nelson Mandela example, because like. My question is, why do you even know who Mandela is if he was just a random black dude who died in a prison in South Africa in the 80s? You know? Right. Why would we even know? Uh, okay, yeah, gotcha. I mean, he wasn't. Because no, was, was, um, was he? Wait, was he, was he famous before he went to prison? Surely. Yeah. 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 He was, well, he, he was, was a freedom fighter and then he, you know. Yeah, the leader he, of. He was part leader. of what was then classified as terrorism, but yeah. now that the political uh, thing is, you know, it's changed. It's now it's, you know, the fighting for freedom. Okay. Anyway. Sure, sure. 
Let's go to Reddit, all right? Yeah, let's go. Reddit is a little old place where we can talk about the CIA time machine that keeps distorting the nature of reality. <laughs> uh, and on Reddit, r slash uh, retconned, uh, it's the heartland of uh, people who see reality shifting because they've never had a great grip on it to begin with. Uh, retconned? Okay. <laughs> this is scathing. Uh, let's let's take a couple of good examples that, that might might let you experience the effect firsthand. Um, sure. Boys, how do you spell Looney Tunes? Uh, this one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this has got D- me. Yeah, actually, L- uh, wait, L double O. Oh wait, it's the tunes, isn't it? It's T U N E S. T U N E S. It is T U N E S. But yeah, I but always people... remembered as a kid. I thought it was T double O. Tunes. Yeah, because no, it's not. because cartoons. Yeah, and because you're a kid and you couldn't spell. Yep. Yeah. How many circles does the target logo have? Three. Uh, three is the middle one and the white one and the red one, right? No, sir. There are only two. There are only two. There's, the little, oh. there's a little circle in the middle and there's the ring around it and that's it. Oh, I counted that middle, the white one in the middle as its own circle. But, but that's not a red circle. Chris. Well, I mean, oh, technically I you are correct, but it feels like you're retconning your answer there. I think we just got, <laughs> I think we just got Mandela'd, Chris. You Sorry, guys. That was just a glitch gang. in the matrix. You got, yeah, you got a glitch. Yes, exactly. Um, in the Disney movie Snow White. What does the Wicked Witch say to the mirror in order to get it to show Snow White? Oh, yeah. I've, mirror, oh, yeah, yeah. mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Uh, no. It's one the, of all. No, in the movie it says magic mirror on the wall, not oh, mirror, mirror on the isn't wall. Oh, isn't it? The, and who's the fairest one of all? I can't remember. The okay. point is wow. that there that's is a very a, obvious... A there's, a, there's, a, there's an obvious explanation for it. But because people don't know it very well, it's a CIA time machine. Mm, yeah, of yeah, course. It's not me that's saying? wrong. It's yeah. Mandela that is either dead or not. Exactly. Uh, now, there's a lot of different uh, Mandela trends out there, but here's my favourite. Um, a, a lot of people at the moment think that the human body is changing shape. Okay. Like Okay. They, yeah, they think the human, the human body is changing shape. Uh, and here's the root cause of it. Like, the first person to post about it, um, mm. they basically said... The stomach is way higher than I thought. <laughs> oh. Yes, I love this. I oh, love wow. this. And that started a thread. A, that a started deep, a thread. A deep dive. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's just that, like, it's 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 not just that it's the stomach. It's connected to your throat. Like it's the first organ in line. Yeah. Know? Yeah. It, exactly. It, it makes it, sense that it it's does up make high. Sense. No, it's, no, no, no. It sits above the intestines. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's. The CIA time machine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's oh, it. Time machine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so what you're thinking is, if you're a Mandela gang person, uh, what you're thinking is, you know, I did science in high school. This information is new to me. How come this information is new? CIA time machine. CIA All right. So uh, that's the most what I love about answer. this one. And the reason, the reason that it's my favorite is because I just, I love the idea of people sitting around um, just like touching each other's skulls and be like, mm, that, mm, hang on, there's, yeah, no, the machine's got you. Yeah, <laughs> just, mm-hmm. yeah the right, machine's okay. got you there. Sorry about that. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> here's another one. Uh, the map of the world looks different to how I remember it is a big one. Really? Yeah, it sh- should be flat. Should be flat. Yeah. What was that one? So, so people just draw continents badly. Yeah. Like, they think Africa's a lot smaller than it is. Yeah. it actually is. And, you know, there's actually a lot of other stuff that goes into this perception that's, like, most maps are Eurocentric. And so, and the, the, the yeah. southern yep. 
hemisphere, like most things are just kind of smaller. Uh, and also there's the perspective because we're representing a ball on a flat surface. So, yeah, yeah but, course, you know, yeah. again, <clears throat> that's, there's not much that the CIA time machine can't do. Oh, God, I hit everyone. I know. It cha- changes the shape of Japan. Uh, <laughs> so Dom actually suggested this one. He said um, most people um, or a lot of people seem to think that Japan is two islands rather than an archipelago. Oh, okay. Well, Wait, I think, but probably it's just that people are mixing up New Zealand and Japan. They're probably mixing up New Zealand and Japan. Isn't there two main islands? Uh, there's more than that, but yeah. oh, okay. To, to be fair, when I was picturing Japan just then, I pictured New Zealand, so I, yeah. uh, I'm guilty of this one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's it's not. It, but everything here has a very solid explanation. One of them being that just countries are hard to draw. They're very fiddly. But yeah. they, you know, they'll be so like, no, oh, this is different. And then they'll draw it by hand. And then they'll look at them and be like, nah, this is fucked. Mm. <laughs> CIA. CIA. Oh, yeah. CIA is back into it. Um, I want to tell you about a, a memory study, basically. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, before I do that, let's talk about how memory works. So when you encode a memory, uh, it basically creates a little what's called a schema, uh, like a, it becomes a little physical space in your brain, right? Which is where that ma- memory is, right? Yeah. When you remember it, electrical impulses are sent back into that space. Uh, and as you remember it and re-remember it, the the actual physicality of the electricity going to that space alters um, the space. Like it, 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 it grows or shrinks or, or changes shape. Uh, because what you're actually, when you're remembering something, you are actually just remembering your last remembrance of the thing yeah yeah so it's like a photocopy of a photocopy of a photocopy right yeah so yeah. just like after a while it just like it warps or it changes yeah. its yeah. its definitions yeah like Which when you retell a story sometimes you forget the actual time it happened you're just retelling the story based off how you last told it you know yeah exactly yeah for yeah. sure which i guess means basically trust no one including yourself and especially not the cia oh <laughs> god <laughs> yeah definitely not um, so basically, uh, there's this, this memory study that I want to talk to you about. So basically, they did a, a study with a bunch of American kids and they paid them to go to Disneyland, right? Right. So when they enrolled in the test, they basically gave them the money to go over, you know, you come over. And the person sitting at the desk who's like part of the test, um, they said like, oh, are you really excited about going to Disneyland? Uh, and they're like, yeah. And he goes, are you going to go get a hug from Daffy Duck? Uh, oh. Now- I know you know this, Chris. Yeah, I do. But something's wrong with that sentence. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, uh, da- it is. Daffy Duck is from the Looney Tunes. That's right. Universe. It's not. He's not going to be at Disneyland. Yeah, he's not. No, because Looney Tunes aren't Disney. They're the CIA. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you. So what would happen is they they'd go out there and they'd come back and then they ask them the questions about it. They'd be like, "So did you get a, did you get a hug?" And this and then people would come back and be like, "Yeah, no, I got a, I got a hug from Daffy Duck," or like they would say, "Oh, I didn't get a hug from Daffy Duck," but they would refer to him as Daffy Duck, even though it's actually Donald Duck in the, in the yeah, thing because yeah, of people's memories are actually that susceptible to yeah. bullshit. You know, <sighs> it's scary, yeah. isn't it? I think we put a lot of faith into our memories. Like, there's a lot of people in yeah. jail right now based on nothing but a few people's memories. That's true, and it's That's- it's sort of scary when you start to question it too much. Yeah, mm. Mm. so basically. What we're seeing here is a group of people who forgot that they can forget things. Yeah. You just forgot something. It just happens all the time. Like you, have you ever noticed that all these things, the Mandela effect things, they're all things that are not really that important to your life. (laughs) Yeah. At all. Like it's not, it's never your mum's face or it's, it's not the the number for triple zero. Like it's, that's a whole nother condition. It's always something little and innocuous. 
because it's something you didn't ascribe any goddamn value to when you first learn about it, and it wasn't yeah. important enough to keep track of. Yeah, okay. And so it, they're just the people are like spooking themselves out because they just don't know something very well. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's what's happening. But mm-hmm. the safest explanation to main to keep your ego intact is alternative universe. No, 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 no. It's yeah, an no. alternate dimension. Oh, yeah. sorry, alternate I've slipped dimension. into an alternate dimension that's because what of the CIA time machine, and that's what made me Mandela my keys on the kitchen bench. <laughs> yeah, five-year-old me would know how to spell Berenstein, okay? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Um, I do want to read this thing to you, uh, if that's okay. Um, it's basically just, I went on there. Oh, which way do bananas grow? This is when I first went on this. is one of the first things I saw. It was, I, I loved it. It was just such a pure distillate of, of this culture here. When you, when bananas grow, what direction yeah. do they grow? Like, what, like from, from the... the- Top in the bunch, down from the top little bit right? from the top little it's bit. Got to be like, a little bit, but I so, guess I guess they're hanging down. So I would say they grow down. They grow no, upwards. they actually grow up. They grow, they grow up. up. But surely it's from the little stalky bit. They grow from the stalky bit, yeah. But then they grow up, like oh. kind of yeah, pointing up towards the sky rather than pointing down. Mm. Uh, and then the, the one of the first posts that I saw when I went on our retcon was, oh my god, guys, they flipped the bananas. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's amazing. <laughs> No, you just don't live near a banana plantation. Yeah, I've got no idea. I I could hardly picture a banana tree actually, which is a bit sad. Yeah, gone bananas. Um, so I'm basically, bananas, this is. Uh, hang on, do bananas have anti gravity? What is going on? <laughs> yeah. Uh, hi, I'd like to present my model of what I believe is happening with regard to the Mandela effect. This is a, a post. It's possibly going to sound insane. Yes, probably. In my opinion, we have an incorrect appraisal of what is happening because of a fundamental assumption about the nature of reality. Oh. When this assumption is corrected, I believe that what is happening will be easier to comprehend. The incorrect fundamental assumption is that matter is the foundation of our reality. If one starts with the premise that consciousness rather than matter is the foundation of our reality, then I think we will be able to construct a more interesting and coherent model of what is happening. In my opinion, a rough analogy would be this. Picture each human being as a computer. Each computer has an internal state, essentially an internal world of its own. Mm, Sure. However, each computer is also connected to the internet. What? And there is a master server projecting information via the internet to each computer on the network. Mm. Oh, my God. Sorry, is the first letter of each of those sentences C, I, and A? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It sounds like this guy might have bad Wi-Fi. This dude is just talking about <laughs> like a LAN. <laughs> That's what he's talking about. Yeah. It's anyway. Um, so basically, this guy's trying to express that he's like, yeah, we're just having the reality projected to us, uh, but we all have our own internal ones. And then sometimes when we discover something else that's not not you know, fitting in with the narrative, but then the the major narrative is rebroadcast to us by the central computer. And we're all really like computers, guys. It's kind of a lot like the Matrix. He honestly does say that it's a lot like the Matrix. Uh, yeah, it's, okay. It's, uh, but how does what I fail to understand in that analogy is how does the interference occur? Because there's already a, a level of interference between your perception and the things that your brain tells you you're perceiving. So how does something external from you get in and start manipulating that information? What this means is that if a person assumes that the external world here represented by the internet as viewed through a browser 
is physically real and unchanging, then one can run into cognitive dissonance when the state of a website being mm. viewed through the browser. Oh, okay. And the state of that same website as stored in the memory is not the same. Right. It didn't okay. really explain anything. You guys, I, I think just- this goes all the way up to the BIA. That's what it's called, Hang guys. On. It's always been called the BIA. The BIA. Go, go oh back and listen God. to this podcast. It's always been called the BIA. It's always been the Banana BIA. Intelligence uh, Agency. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, basically, um, this is a big pile of bull honky. <laughs> right? <laughs> and it was entertaining before I realized just how dumb it is. Oh, okay. Sorry to have ruined uh, that for you, Dave. No, it's fine, mate. It's fine. My rating system is out of 100. I rate everything between 1 and 100 one time. And that means that I'll have a list of things and how good they are. Um, this is not very good. I'm giving it an 18. Fair 18. enough. Okay. It's yep. kind of higher than I expected, actually. Yeah, given, I was expecting given the numbers you have left, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, you're good. If you want to ask questions, search engines are great. Leave your convictions you. Yeah. Last week, I recommended that you eat one food. For 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, uh, I've wanted to message you privately this entire week because I really yeah. want to know. I'm so, so curious what you ended up going with and how yeah. it went. How did it go? You said last week that you'd be interested to see because you think it'd be revealing about, you know, your personality, depending on yes. what, what food you choose. And I'll be honest with you, I actually surprised myself with my choice. Oh. So, not sure how much it points to my actual personality, but I surprised myself. Um, okay. And I did also say that I was going to try and make it as, as difficult for myself as possible. You did say that. <laughs> and so, so I chose mulch. I tried, to, I tried to choose the most volatile and capricious of ingredients. Oh. Um, would you guys care to have a guess at what I may have chosen? Chili? My, mm. oh. no, my, my, no, first, not chili. my first prediction out of the gate yep. was potatoes. Okay, interesting. Potatoes makes the most sense, yep. most versatile. Yep. It's easy to, you know, you can have yep. a lot of it. Butter and That's salt true. and all that, it's okay. How um, did you describe it just then? Capricious. Volatile. Volatile. Capricious. Yeah. Is it uh, <laughs> uranium? <laughs> <laughs> no, close. I chose cheese. Nice. Yeah, no, nah, cheese is a good one. 24 cheese hours is a good of one. dairy. That's, uh, it, it would have definitely been on the, yeah. Nice. And I say Very volatile good. and capricious because you can easily mess up a cheese. You can ruin a cheese. Yeah. Uh, you know, through the mm. cooking process. And um, also, it doesn't, doesn't always treat you so nice. Mm-mm. So... I chose cheese, and I chose cheese for a few reasons. Um, Gosh, one, cheese is a great source of protein, so that's good. Okay. Two, it's generally delicious. Uh-huh. And three, it comes in many flavours and shapes and textures. But I also had two aims with eating only cheese. Uh, the first being eating a lethal amount of cheese might just be stupid enough to mythologise me. <laughs> <laughs> cheese man. That's the cheese man. Um, and number five, cheese dreams. Have you guys ever heard of cheese dreams? No. I have heard of it. I didn't think it was a real thing, really. There's some, never, there's some interesting studies on it, but basically the idea is that eating a lot of cheese- I have heard of the CIA time machine. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, well, who knows? Maybe they've got their hands in some cheese wheels as well, because Ugh. there's apparently some crazy vivid dreams that you can get from cheese. Um, so yeah, like, and, and that, that's been colored. My aims there have been colored by the fact that I'm, I'm reading a lot of Greek mythology at the moment. So I really want to be <laughs> immortalized in myth. Um, <laughs> and they have a lot of crazy, crazy cool dreams as well. So I just wanted a bit of that for myself. Cool. I dig it. Now what nice. I ate, I started with breakfast. Oh, and just quickly before I go through everything I made, Chris, you said that 
if I chose something like burritos, I could make three burritos. Like you, you kind of left it open to me to interpret, right? So what I did is I bought the hero of the dish, cheese, for each mm-hmm. of the meals. Um, and then I made a meal so that it wasn't bland and that it was interesting and actually slightly nutritious mm-hmm. with all of the things that I had on hand. Right? Okay. So cheese is, was always the hero of the dish and I tried to overload on cheese. Okay. I think you misunderstood yeah. what I was asking. Yeah. But you said I could eat three burritos in a day. Uh, I mean, if you're just choosing a burrito. Oh, okay. Like, if it's cheese, you're only eating cheese. Nothing yeah, but well, cheese. Between- fuck okay. that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why potatoes would make sense. You do mashed potatoes for breakfast mash, yeah. and you do roast potatoes for lunch. Yeah, and I get you, but... I, I went. I went cheese, baby. I went cheese. I mean, at the end of the end of the last uh, episode, I'm pretty sure we did just have like a big, like a like a five minute discussion about what we were supposed to be doing because no one really knew. Well, yeah. Anyway, look, you, you I don't know the intent line, was properly conveyed there. You left the ball in my court, and this is what I did with it. Okay. <laughs> All right. For right breakfast, I had Castello Mellow Black, a pungent dark blue cheese generously Ooh, smeared across captain's table water crackers, rounded off with a thin spread of Maggie Beer's fig and fennel paste. To wash it down, I poured myself a cup of coffee with plenty of milk. I decided that milk was uh, just a step... It's uh, just uh, you know, cheese, isn't it? Just a step away from cheese. It's just ungestated cheese, so I, I, had, I had that. Um, mm. For... For breakfast's dessert, I had a portion of Laughing Cow Original Cheese Triangles and a single date to keep me regular. Oh, good. For lunch, I had grated parmesan and garlic fettuccine with garlic, salt and pepper. And to wash it down, I had a glass of pure full cream milk. For lunch's dessert, I had one portion of Laughing Cow Original Cheese Triangles (laughs) and a single date to keep me regular. Regular. (laughs) For dinner... And it should be noted that before eating dinner, I had to remove my shoes on account of the lack of open pores in which the previously consumed cheese could escape from. Yeah. Ooh. I, I had... Oh, yeah. I was, I was starting to feel... And my girlfriend called me and she's like, how are you feeling after all the cheese? And I was like, I actually feel like I'm sleepwalking right now. I actually started to feel <laughs> quite dreamy and delirious. It was pretty cheese strange. Dreams. You need to wake up, dude. Wake yeah. up. So, I, I'm pills. glad that I didn't just have cheese. Like, I'm glad that I kind of balanced it out. <laughs> well, cheese would, was, a, was a strange pick. I was quite surprised you picked <laughs> I cheese. Actually, I would have chosen cheese too, I reckon. Cheese is good. Um, for dinner, I had grilled halloumi from the mm. uh, Riverina Dairy Co. Nice. With mirin seasoning, sriracha, a little bit of just a drizzle of sriracha sauce, honey, balsamic vinegar with notes of chili and garlic, celery, broccolini, wild lettuce, wild carrot, salt, pepper, oil, and a final glazing of tonkatsu sauce. But don't get me wrong. These, this is all just flavoring. It was, it was loaded with halloumi. Oh, yeah, halloumi. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I washed that down with a Dairy Farmer's Classic Vanilla Malt Flavoured Milk. <laughs> and for dessert, I had a Belgian chocolate cheesecake from Coles, one out of five health star rating. And just before bed, mm-hmm. I had a Laughing Cow's original cheese and a single date. Why that? To keep me regular. To keep me regular. Uh-huh. Yeah. <clears throat> I imagine you eating that massive amount of uh, halloumi it would have sounded like you cleaning your windscreen at a servo with a squeegee. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> against my teeth. Oh, yes. A basketball Absolutely. game. But mm-hmm. actually, that dinner was one of the nicest things that I have ever made just out of like throwing a bunch of random stuff together. It was, I was very uh, proud uh, yeah. of myself, actually. Nice. Yeah. So. You know, I, I took myself off to bed with with hopes of uh, of vivid dreams, you know, crazy dreams, and and of being immortalized as you know, 
in the myth of cheese and charged with the kind of adrenaline that only copious amounts of cheese can induce, Mm. I went to bed. As I attempted to sleep, hoping to fall swiftly into a vivid cinematic cheese dream, I was restless. Unable to sleep, I went to the window and, casting my gaze downward to the street below, I spied a figure. We held eyes for a moment, entranced in stunned recognition. The figure abruptly turned, sweeping its dark cloak with a flourish and glid purposefully into the thickets. I knew I must follow. Rushing to the bedside table and fumbling for my keys, I turned my bedside light on, and there I was, sleeping soundly in my bed. But if I was there, where was the cheese? Where was the cheese indeed? I ran downstairs, not bothering to close the door behind me. I would not be returning. For 40 nights I braved the thickets and never once did the sun rise. 40 nights in sequence did I wonder and lo, the torments and anguishes of the deep did claw and snarl at me. When once eventually through the thickets did I forecoming came, the hooded figure was seated, waiting, perched casually atop a large stone of sharp cheddar. He regarded me and floated down to the earth, landing light as a feather. Stuart, he said. You have milked the cow tree and tasted of its fruits. You have suckled at the woolen teat and bathed in the bleating broth. But now it is time to vary your diet. (laughs) At my feet he cast a brown paper bag. My nostrils did not betray me. With a quick sniff I knew that inside the bag was a large McChicken burger meal with a second patty for the additional fee of $2.05. His voice called out and shuddered through me. Eat! Petrified and heavy with cheese, I could not move and thus could not obey. Eat, he bellowed, and the force of his words blew his hood off, revealing the face of the cheese god Aristeus. Still, I could not move. Seriously, said Aristeus, you have to eat something other than cheese. Still, paralyzed by an overdose of dairy, I could not move. Whether in fear or by resolution to not eat anything but cheese, none can say. Some versions of the story claim I am still there to this day, face to face with Aristeus, refusing to be uncheesed. Some say that Aristeus, so ashamed that a mortal could love cheese more than he, cast himself from Mount Olympus and took to the life of a wandering ass. Other accounts have me eat the double McChicken burger, causing me to melt down into the world's first roux. (laughs) I prefer to believe, however, that after accidentally besting the god of cheese... I returned to the boy kings of Podcastia to share secrets of the dairy arts and a cautionary tale of too much cheese. <laughs> Gosh. I mean, I mean, after hearing all that, I think it's probably best you did mix in other, other stuff. <laughs> That's how <laughs> so fucking knows what had happened. I literally wrote that in like a cheese-induced del- delusional state. It uh, was... <laughs> didn't it was didn't sound like... Um... Like the workings of a sane mind. No. <laughs> like uh, that, that the, the, the words don't smell like a vitamin. Uh, no. No. Uh, look, yeah, whether that made sense or not, that's what went through my head. And, uh, and hey, now I've got a myth of cheese, so I'm pretty happy. I, I thought uh, like the, the god Armadeus guy you were talking to, when you yeah. were sort of chasing him, I thought it's it was going to be... I thought it was going to be uh, the Cheeto Lion, like the Cheeto Cheeto oh, guy. Oh, the Cheeto guy. <laughs> He's going to be like, it ain't easy being cheesy. You were dangerously cheesy. I, I don't know. <laughs> Just with my heads out, I guess. I don't know. The Cheeto guy's not real, but Aristeus, 
It's a real god, man. Oh, okay. My rating system is out of a possible 30 stars, uh, separated into three different categories, 10 for experience, 10 for spiritual growth, and 10 stars for stars. Um, this week, I am for experience, look, it was actually really fun, and I do enjoy cooking. I love how much this show has made me cook, actually. Yeah. So mm-hmm. keep, keep them coming. Um, I'm going to give it nine, actually. It was really good. Uh, for spiritual growth, I literally met the god of cheese. So I'm going <laughs> to give it... Um, yeah, I also got pretty delusional. So I'm going to give it seven. I'm going to give it seven. Yeah. And yeah. then um, for stars for stars, ooh, cheese is very good. But eating mm. cheese all day, I have to knock it back a bit for that. I'm going to give it eight. I'm going to give it eight. There you go, guys. Got the worst, got the nice. best. Well mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. Thanks for good listening much. to my my Greek myth about myself. <laughs> and cheese. And cheese. We found the answer. shuffle and play. Last week, Chris, I recommended to you to ingest the video album, or I don't know what you would call this, Sound and Fury by Sturgill Simpson. And that's what I did. Um, yeah, I, it's, it's funny you mentioned that, Dave, that it's, it, you don't really know what to call it, because I don't really know mm. what to call it either. Literally, yeah. the first paragraph of this write-up I have is just me trying to figure out what to call it, because I'm not sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, right. I'm trying to look it up, and like the different things like it, and there's just no real term for it. Um, yeah. Yeah, cool. yeah. So, Sound and Fury. Sturgill Simpson presents Sound and Fury. Uh, it's a short film based on the album of the same name. There is no dialogue in the film, just the album playing straight through. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it's the exact same runtime as the album, as it were. Yeah, it's like, is a- it like Pink Floyd's The Wall? Is that what it's like? <laughs> Famous examples include The Wall no. by Pink Floyd, uh, Tommy by The Who. And there's not really many other examples that I can think of. Uh, mm. Though... Since this one's animated, the probably the closest one I could think of is Fantasia. Oh like, yeah, that's interesting. Ooh, okay, it's kind nice. of the original like album yeah. movie, right? It's just like you you feel the sound and you see the images. No, you wait. You see the yeah. sound and you uh, uh, hear the images. I think that's what they the the, the tagline for Fantasia. Really? Is. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. is it? Oh, okay, yeah. right. And I think that's sort of the point behind this whole thing. I think. Yeah. And yeah, right. The funny thing about all those examples I included and every example of these like, sort of album movies is uh, <laughs> uh, they are not made for the sober mind. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> Specifically <laughs> created for people who are fucked up. Yeah, fuck, you <laughs> yeah. gotta get you gotta have a lot of cheese before you watch a it. Hell yeah, you do. Hell yeah. Castellos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sturgill Simpson, he is the artist. Uh, he's got like sort of his own band. Uh, and this is his album. He started as a country singer, though I, th- I don't think he likes to be boxed in very much. I think he sort of likes yeah. to do whatever he's feeling, because uh, this is much more of a dystopic, hard rock kind of album. Though there's ca- definitely country ties in there, especially a few songs. You really hear that countryness of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one's it's quite weird. It's quite a strange album. Uh, hard to put in a box, I suppose. Uh, nice. As the story goes, Simpson and his band wrote and recorded this album. Uh, very different to the usual stuff they were doing. Uh, and then afterwards, he's kicking back with an old friend and they're watching some 70s and 80s anime. And Sturgill says out loud, he's like, oh, I love the style. You know, this would be really cool to recreate a song or two with like an anime music video in this style that we're watching right now. Mm, yeah. And they start to bounce ideas off each other. And they start talking and they decide to shop it around and eventually find five legit Japanese animators with their own teams of animators uh, who are really keen on the project, especially because it's pretty rare that they have such creative freedom. 
Yeah. Usually it's very much they have to mm. do, they've given storyboards and they're given very specific things to do, whereas this is much more open and much more open to interpretation, I guess. Super yeah. cool. Um, a guy named, forgive me, a guy named Jompei Mizusaki translated it. Uh, he was one of the five and he translated it for the other animators. Uh, yeah. And he just started, he sort of took the lead. And really loved the album, really related to the work and the words and stuff, and really just mm. thought, felt like it was an extension of himself, and mm. suggested doing the entire album. And the rest is history. Wow, cool. okay. I, I got told a very different story to how this actually started. But, yeah, uh, I, re- uh, I remember last week you, you yeah. told a brief story. No, no, not at all. Not that at all. <laughs> not at all. He yeah, was right. very Sorry, active in it. Dave, Dave how, is, how is Looney Tune spelt for you? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> All right, so wow, spelled D-I-S-N-E-Y. Well, well, well. Yeah, I do remember you telling that story, but uh, now he flew over to Japan like six times and was really active in it. He yeah, wrote okay. it, like he's, he's credited as the writer of the thing, not just because of the album, but like the story behind the movie itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, whole thing is a little over 40 minutes and it's all on Netflix. It's a Netflix original movie. So if you're going to watch it, that's basically the only place you can watch it. Okay. Before getting into my own opinion, it is worth pointing out that I did watch this thing, Stone Cold Sober. Uh, I think you mean Stoned Cold Sober. <laughs> watching some interviews with Simpson, he does suggest being under the influence of something while does watching he? it. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a, it's a pretty good suggestion. So, with all fairness, I I was sober when watching it, and maybe I, I don't know. A movie can't just like put some credits up, a little warning above uh, above the movie, and say, "Hey, yeah. you really should be high right now." Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think they can legally do that. Probably um, And watching it, because you've seen it, haven't you, Dave? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, what do you think? I loved it. Uh, especially uh, in the middle, it dragged a little bit, but in the uh, at the start, it was punchy, and I loved it. The first few, the first like uh, probably the sec- probably second and third song, like in yep. particular, they they were popping. They were really really good, uh, mm. like, r- really well animated, really punchy, really into it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It, it does it does kind of drag through the middle, uh, yeah. and I just. I don't know. I don't know. I just couldn't get really, really into it. And I just couldn't help shake the feeling of how sort of hollow it was, you know? Like right. it was, okay. It was all sizzle and no steak. Okay. Oh. Right. Like it was, right. It was, this is just, not how I expected this to go. It was just nothing to grab onto. Like, it was it was pretty pitches, but there's no right. story. There was no... It felt like no continuity. Yeah. It was yeah, just... Okay, true. yeah, right. It was like going through an art gallery or like... Ah, uh, okay. You know, it was right. just pretty pitches... Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. nothing, nothing there. Just like, nothing, no substance. Nothing. Empty calories, you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've since listened to some interviews with Simpson, uh, who seems very convinced that there was a story, but mm-hmm. hearing him retell the story, how he interprets it, is like listening to someone retell a dream. It is yeah, it's, nonsense. It's like a like a cheese a cheese myth. Yeah. Is there a- Seriously. <laughs> It, yeah. It's just not nonsense. It's what are you saying? Like he's just yeah, right. Like, maybe he, you do have to be higher, Chris, to get it. I mean, mm. maybe, but like I don't know. It's like because he obviously has a story in his head, but maybe it just was a story that was incapable of being communicated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Like yeah. many thoughts that even the best of us have whilst on acid. 
<laughs> but like, I guess maybe with with music, it is easier to communicate those feelings and vibes than it is in this specific animation style. I don't know. Uh, characters were reused in some parts and completely forgotten in others. Um, characters were like aesthetically pleasing, but again, hollow. There's just nothing to these people. Like they're just sort of figures. Uh, okay. What do these characters want? Why were they doing anything that they were doing? It was just, you know, there's just nothing there. But isn't that like mm. all of us, Chris? No. <laughs> I want stuff. You don't want, you, you want heaps of stuff, Stu. Yeah. yeah you want Hello uh, Me, man. What are, you, what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <fine. laughs> uh, and I guess you could say it's not really the point, but it felt like there was just nothing to grab onto the whole time. It was just pretty. Right. And okay. like, I felt like I may as well have just watched some oddly satisfying gifts, you know? Mm-hmm. That was yeah, sort of the. Kind of. You yeah, know? Um, listen, my rating system's out of two. I did like it. I feel like it's like a, it's like a zero point five. Yeah, but uh, oh, we are we are rounding down, so it's getting a zero. I'm sorry, it's getting a zero. I really zero. enjoyed the start of it, but like like thirty minutes in, I'm just looking at my watch, going, "What am I doing here? Like, this is what am I? What, what am I? What is this? Yeah, right. You know? Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, what I think I think for you, Chris, like if I'd given this to Stu, he would have really liked it. Uh, and I think the reason I really liked it as well is that I think that I, we're like more music people, and you're more of a film person. Yeah, I suppose. And so, so I think what you were, where you were trying to get what you were trying to absorb from the uh, from it is is more on the visual end and not on the audio end. Potentially, that's it's supposed to be pretty like good. Uh, the way I thought of it was that it was because com- I listened to the album first and then I watched it, ah. and it was complementary to the album, not. It it wasn't that this, it was a soundtrack to a movie, mm, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That would color the viewing of it quite a lot. Mm. Yeah, I, I do get that, but like, I feel like some albums lean themselves to this sort of movie style more than others. Like, for like uh, uh, Tommy by the Who, I ended up watching a bunch of that on YouTube. Just and you know, all the lyrics in there, it's like you know, the deaf, dumb, blind kid playing pinball. Like, it's there yeah, was, yeah, yeah. The, the characters are very much built in yeah, there, yeah. and what they're yeah. doing and all that sort of thing. It's much more. Yeah. That, sure. I, think, I mean, Tommy's a, Tommy's a rock opera, though. Yeah. Of I mean, like it's it's yeah. actually a musical, you know, in a way. Like it's yeah. it's supposed to be staged. Whereas this, this is, is specific. Make Sturgill Simpson fucking do an anime. All right. Like, it's, <laughs> why why did you fly over six times? <laughs> why have yeah. you done this? Yeah, why did you I do, do apologize? I do apologize. Now, nah, look, it was really... good. I just I just you know. I feel like you can't say. I, mean, I don't know. Oh, I feel sorry. like you can't say that. Like, oh, it was really good. And then give it a zero. A zero, though. A zero. Uh, that give it is a one, Chris. I'm very surprised. Sturgill put in hours and hours of hard work into this thing. Give Sturgill? him a damn one. Sturge. Sturge. Sturgill? What's uh, his name? Sturge. No, I, I thought it was Sturgis. <laughs> I looked back at my notes and said, this Sturgill, you all right, Stu? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not changing. Yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> You just don't like I, music. I remember being about halfway into it and because I was enjoying myself. Then I was like just disappointed for the next like 25 minutes. And I remember thinking I couldn't recommend this to a friend. I couldn't, I couldn't in all sincerity say, oh, you should check this out. Because I, I just wasn't you having could, a good enough time. Okay. But your friends with Stu, you could recommend it to him. Yeah, you could no, recommend no. it to me. It's not going to happen. Zero oh, out of two. Fine, I guess I fucking won't watch it then. <laughs> no, you can't allow it to. Chris, what is your favourite song? My favourite song? Yeah, if you have song. one. It changes all the time, you know? It's, you know? Like, do, what, what, what song I think is the best? Or what's, what what's, a, what's a very formative album for you, Chris? 
Is it, hello, look at me, I'm a clown and my opinions don't matter? <laughs> There's Davey, I've been waiting for you all episode, buddy. Oh, man, there he what is. the fuck, man? <laughs> Are you kidding? It is so fucking good, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, album that meant a lot to, a lot to me? The soundtrack to Home Alone. John Williams, no. baby. Let's go. Segway, baby. Segway. Let's Very go. Well done. We've come good. Segway City. Get those sleigh bells <laughs> out. Welcome to Family Movie Night. This is the part of the show where we watch 10 seconds of Home Alone, which is convenient because that's the same length of uh, Chris's attention span. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cop that. I'll cop that. Uh, what what are we doing? We just got some uh, some money given to the, the pizza man. That's the, right. Mm-hmm. The pol- he was happy and, uh, he's leaving. Yep. Oh, and um, um, Pesci's just come up to have a word with mum. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, let's go. This cop's doing pretty well for himself. Paris. Okay, we're going to Paris. All right. They're going to Paris. Pesci knows we're going to Paris. Exposition, exposition, exposition. That was so good. The glint in the tooth. Yeah. My God. Incredible. It's like, oh, oh. You guys heard the Greek myth of Pesci and the golden tooth? (laughs) No. What? Have you got it there? No, I'll, let me have some cheese. I'll write it up for you. No, there's a lot of story, though, a lot of plot development. Maybe Sturgill Simpson should uh, watch it and get. No. Oh! <laughs> well, guys, you know what that means? That is it for another week of reviews. It's time for next week's recommendations. And mm-hmm. I'm starting this week. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave, I'm recommending for you. Yeah. Now, some of these recommendations we give, you know, sometimes it's like. Something we will really enjoy. Sometimes it's something we'd hate. Sometimes it's like uh, something we, that's really interesting that we can talk about. Yeah. Sometimes it's like like a rant that can go on. And sometimes we give recommends to make each other look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those. Mm-hmm. You're really you're really smart talking about the Mandela effect and stuff. Not not next week, man. Okay. Not next week. Uh, next week, Dave. I want you <laughs> to to go away. Back to back to the scheduled programming then. Uh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I want you to get bring, bring out your coloured pencils, uh, and I want you to draw five cartoon characters from memory. Oh, no looking up. No looking up any pictures beforehand. <laughs> no practice. I want you to really try. Really, oh, really try. Man. We wow. seriously need to stop doing visual media for this show. Yes, no, we do. No, that's good. It's great. Because we can right. like, make fun of it and like describe Game it. And, yeah. Uh, now, I have some characters in mind, but okay. like, you, uh, you should also feel free to do your own or whatever. Uh, look, I'll, do, I'll choose three and both of you can uh, give me, subscribe me one. Sure. Sounds good. Dave, I hope you remember them correctly. Otherwise, you might create a Mandela schism. Oh, my God. <laughs> Next week's episode will be coming out in an alternative dimension. That's right. <laughs> See you there. Uh, this week, Stu, I'm uh, going to get you to do something that you really like. We're going. We're jumping straight back into the Star Wars universe. Oh, hell yeah. Star Wars. That's, That's awesome. right. This one, it's a bit of an... It's a bit uh, investigative. A bit investigative. What I need you to do, so you're going to watch, um, you can at least episode four. You can also watch episode five and or six if you want to. Okay. However, what in those movies, 
you can see that all on the all the officers on the Death Star, they all have these different coloured kind of like uh, medals kind of things, like little, yeah. little pips on their on yep, their the blue shoulders. and red ones, blue, red, and and yellow as well. Mm-hmm. I need you to tell me how that system works. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> Try okay. and figure it out because I cannot figure it out. First well, it'll, it'll go all the way to the top, which is Grand Moff Tarkin. Hell yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I'm oh, ready boy. to start. Do you want to record next week right now? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go. Uh, Unreal. Cool. Chris, it is my turn to recommend for you this week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's becoming a, a reoccurring trend on this podcast that Dave and I really love something and we attempt to bring you into the fold. I and don't then, want this to become a thing. And, <laughs> and you, res- you resist. You resist. Yeah. Uh, no, listen. Like, can Almost I just explain? I just hate everything you guys love. That's all. <laughs> is that, that's so much. Yeah. <laughs> Look, that's right. fair. But I want to try and convince you. Oh, we love you, Chris. Oh, why? No. <laughs> no. Actually, that's no. true. That's true, Brutal. Chris. Brutal. Um, so <laughs> I, I want to give you an opportunity to convince yourself uh, to, to love something that both Dave and I l- do love. And that is poetry. So what I want you to do this week, Chris. <sighs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <Face>. <laughs> Suck the face is just pulled. Suck it up. <laughs> oh, are you saying that I have to be less than an average dude and be vulnerable and shit? Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. <sighs> he's already thinking like, uh, he's, he's, he's going to jump straight into the Dr. Seuss's and call it quotes. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. No, no, I'm limiting your palate. You must come back to us next week with oh. a suite of haikus. Okay. Okay. A suite of haikus. Now, there's actually a fair amount of tradition around haikus and what their subject matter is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll let you do your own research and, and, and come back to us with whatever you want. All right. Some haikus. Some yeah, haikus. I'm yeah. really getting amongst the Japanese culture, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. You're loving it. Yeah, or I mean, you rather, you're not it loving it. Before, and you're going to probably hate this too. So yeah. Really getting into it. Uh, those are our recommends for next week. Make sure you tune back in. Uh, we have a, a Patreon which you can sign up for to support us. Uh, You can also get yourself a mug there. Uh, After three months of $20 installments, you'll get your mug. And then if you hang around from then on and get to 100 bucks, we'll actually do your own special episode. So think of it as like a $95 episode and a $5 mug. Come on, guys. Get amongst it. Go with Mm. that. Um, And if if you're a filthy cheapskate, you can follow us for free at Poor Boys Comedy on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and of course, Bumble. Oh yeah, Bumble. We yeah, we're all, Bumble. we've got a triple, yep. a triple profile, a triple account. We're all three oh of us. Yeah, that's right. No hits yet. No hits. Yeah, nothing yet. One of these days. Uh, I absolutely think that we would be able to get some hits if you we reckon? just build us as three dudes. Hmm. I mean, maybe that's an idea. Yeah. Wearing one shirt. We just never admit that we do have three separate bodies. And we're just, <laughs> we're just one dude with three heads. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, great way to avoid tax. Hey. Um, why? Mm. Uh, thanks very much to the band Apex Bloom for the use of their theme song, uh, Roll. It's a great it's track. A they have a lot of other great tracks. Check them out on Spotify or Apple Music. Wherever you listen to music, search for Apex Bloom. Give them a whirl. Or just listen to that one song again and again and again. You could do that. It's a good God song. Knows, God knows we do. <laughs> yeah. And it's coming up again very soon. My name's Stu. I'm Chris. I'm Davey. And What's Chris. And 
the song. The song's coming up after you do Mustang Stang- Mustang Sally. Oh, it is coming up, coming, coming up very soon. Right, it is coming up very soon. Chris, take it away. That was a f- bum 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 bum. Oh, I will survive. Uh, oh fuck! Oh damn ooh. it! Oh, ha- ooh, I was ooh, on the ooh. tip of my tongue. I could see it. I just couldn't get past all this cheese. Those cheese. <laughs> You're still covered. You're dripping, Stu. You're just oh, dripping, no. salivating, dangerously cheesy, what lactating. A week. What a week. What a week. What a week. What a week. Zero is probably a little bit harsh. I really thought you'd like it more than that, man. Oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>